Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, beloved. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life. Today is December 22, 22nd, 2022. Look at all them, look at all the twos right there, okay? Yeah. Add it all together, it's seven. Because it's six twos and a one. Look at that. See, I'm me and God with these uh numbers here. Okay. Yeah. So I'm lifting up me and my whole household. I'm lifting up you and your whole household, beloved. I am lifting the kingdom family. Worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. I am lifting up children worldwide, lifting up children all across the world and travel mercy all across the world. Children of the day, they are natural, spiritual, whatever the case may be, whether it's you or I, because we are the children of the most high. So I'm lifting them up. And I'm lifting up all the brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm lifting up the brothers in Christ. I want to encourage the men of God in the name of Jesus. It, it, yeah. 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 I want to encourage the men of God. Uh, yeah. Balancing. Wisdom, too. But we, you have to understand we are the help meet. So pray about that thing. You know, I have something on my mind, and it may be for a brother. It didn't occur to me. It didn't occur to me. I have two babies to deliver in this speak life, and I'm not quite sure. So I'm going to pray first, and then I'm going to go into this one that is really heavy on me. And it may be for a brother. It did not even, I thought about it, but it didn't. But it may be for a brother. And whosoever you are, whether you're watching or whether you're listening, this is this is a message. Um, the two babies are different, but they're the, they go into the same thing. Now, I don't know how Lord going to bring it together, but they go into the same thing. But one, the one that's really heavy on me, is specific. It's a specific message. And the other one is for the whole, for all. So I really wasn't sure, but I know this one is getting, it's, it's just heavy on me. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. So Father, I come to you right now, Lord God, help me, Lord Jesus. Father, just help me, help me, Lord, help me, help me, help me, Lord. Help all of us in the name of Jesus, Lord. Give me strength. Give me courage in this thing, Lord. I need you like none other in the name of Jesus, Lord. God, let your word that flow through this vessel be watered. Father, let, let, let it be watered. I'm at the well with you, Lord God, so let it be watered. Living water so we thirst no more in the name of Jesus. I'm calling out to you, Lord God, because we need you. 
and you are very present. So, Lord, give us the wisdom to open the door of our heart to receive you. So you flow, living waters, rivers of life, bread of life, Lord God. The king of life, the God of life. You are not God of the dead, you're God of the living. So living bread, living, Lord God, into eternal life. I worship and I praise you and I adore you. I exalt and exalt you, Lord. You are king. There is only room for one on the throne. Anything trying to get on the throne of our heart that is not you, Lord God. I ask for me in, in the one that you dethrone it, Lord God. There's no Absalons anywhere, Lord God, and no things of the world that can take your place, Lord. So, Father, I pray I lay it all down. This is your babies, Lord God. This is not mine, but bring them forth in clarity. Push back everything in the flesh and in the spirit that is a hindrance, all the noise, Lord God, all the warring all the strange voices and, and everything that is not of you on both sides of this camera, Lord God, everything that comes against what thus says the Lord, bring it to his knees right now so it can confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God in Jesus' name. So good afternoon, beloved. So what I have here, what I came to talk about is it's all in the approach and the response. It's all in the approach and the response. But here's the message here. It came through me first. So it dealt with me and is dealing with me. Now, I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. I don't know whether God has already started to reveal some things to you. I'm assuming so. So he showed me something that I have done the majority of starting maybe in my teenage years that I have done and it's been the same way. It's been the same way. The circumstance, the situation and the outcome have been the same way. How I approach it have been so similar, been the same way. And I was startled because we don't connect the dots many times, especially things behind us. A lot of us don't want to remember. And he says, forgetting those things that are behind. But if there to be a testimony, if there to be a testimony, those, those worldly things leave behind, those things that didn't have nothing to do with God. But even in that, the testimony, the witness of how God has been good. And if you want to get delivered and healed, if you want a new beginning and new start, it got to be that old thing got to be uprooted. He he took me back to Jordan. Um, I had an experience this year with Jordan. And so me and three sisters crossed a Jordan. It's not the Jordan because Jordan is a name. So Jordan is actually a being but it's in the form of a body of water, which water, you know. So the thing is, 
it's like he separated water from the water. It could be the people. It could be the the spirit because it's water. Holy Spirit is water. God is the living water. But you also have a dead water. You have a murky water, unclean water. You have too salty of water. So with God is always balanced. So that's why it's the separation. The thing about this word, uh, I should have got the date. I was listening to it. God keep hitting me with these speak lies. And I'm listening. I'm like, okay, what's the message? Oh, oh, have mercy. So I asked to be made whole. And if it comes through this ministry, it doesn't matter to me. I want to be whole and sustained, not made whole and, and just go and, and get my garments all spotted again because I'm returning to the same vomit I came out of. No. And this is what they've done. So I don't know how much of this I should, but I'm just going to, to read this. Um, it says, now they was going to cross Jordan. They prepared, they started preparing in uh, Joshua 3. They prepared in uh, Joshua, or is it Joshua 2 they started preparing? I am stuffy, so don't worry about it. But they started preparing, and they had to prepare victuals. And the priest had to go before the people. The priest had to go. And the priest had to step into the water. Okay? It says in Joshua 3, verse 12, Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe of men. No, let's go back. It says in verse 1, And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shidon. Okay. Um, and came to Jordan. He and all the children of Israel enlarged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host and they commanded the people saying, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, when you see the word, when you see the word, okay, uh, of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then shall you remove from your place and go after it. It had to be, they had to start preparing. Because uh, he tells them. Okay, so it says, yet there should be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that you may know, that you may know. Come not near to it. The Ark of the Covenant. What God is saying, okay? Don't get so close or go so far ahead of what you're supposed to be doing that you can't see what God is saying to you. It says, um, come not near to it, that you may know the way by which you must go, not may go, the way you must 
go. I don't know whether somebody need a direction. I know I'm one of those people. But there's a one. And whoever you are, you know, you're asking God for answers. And he may have already talked to you and you just don't like what you think he's saying. But you have to be in a posture where you can see what God is saying to you. And so we have to ask for clarity before we move. You don't go to the potter house and start messing with things at the potter house. That's not what he told Jeremiah. He said, go to the potter house and there I will give you the instructions. So I'm, I'm trying to listen as a, but so there has been an instruction, but it may not be clear to you. It may not be clear. And this is what is in the, oh, see, look at God. This is the thing. This is how we go. See, it's about the approach and the response. Now, oh, here on Anchor, I also put the question, is there an answer? See, because we're not supposed to move or do anything until he tells us. So is there an answer? It may be a tough situation you in right now because it seemed like I don't I don't want to put it into a box and then other people think this is not, but it's some type of connection with something or someone and you're waiting for an answer. It may be a really rough situation. It could be a job. It could be school. I don't know what it is, but it's an answer you need. And the thing is, whatever is going on is sending you something is sending you back something is sending you into something old we talked about this before when i went through this word but this is the word this word has come to me twice and either two weeks or two and a half weeks so i am self-examining so that's what we have to do because it could be the same thing in a different part of your life, in a different season, if if you're a person that want to be in a relationship, it's the same thing. It may be a different face, but it's the same thing. And this is this is the answer here. It says, uh, it says, listen to it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about two thousand cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that you may know the way by which you must go. This is an ordained going, okay? For you have not passed this way here to four. That's all, oh, sorry. That's all one word. Here, you have not passed this way here to it should be before now this is all new this is all new you have not passed this way before now this is not this is not something this is breaking that pattern this is in that newness like even going into a new year it shouldn't be looking the same your even our faith walk shouldn't be the same that it was five years ago 
10 years ago, 20 years ago, even a year ago, even six months. I mean, because God is a, a moving God. He's a molded God. So there should always be every day our daily bread. His, his, uh, his compassion. This is, this is what God says. So when God says something, we should be looking for the manifestation. We should be, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is the Lord's faithfulness. So a newness every morning, it's a new day. It's a new, it's a new day we never saw before. Even though today is what, Wednesday? I'll be off a day, so, you know, let's check. Even though today, it, oh, I can't mess with that. So the thing is, it's still a new. We haven't seen this day before. How many Mondays, Tuesdays, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays we've lived, and they're not the, they're not the same day. I got a pain in my hand that I didn't have before. So it's something new. But I look at things as I go to the Lord. What are you saying to me, Lord? What happened? Because it's my ring finger. Why is it hurting? Oh, my Lord. So, you know, it's like, it's something new. You haven't been this way before. This is not something you've done before, but you are equipped. You may not know it. It may be someplace new you have to go to. I'm in a new place. It's not, it's not, this is, I've lived similar, but this is all, this is all new. This is all new for me because I have declared newness in my life. So anything that's taking me backwards is not new. We are to become new creations in Christ. So any old habit is not new. It's not. The way you used to think is not new. So we have to change our perspectives in Christ. Let this mind be in me. And these are the things. See, what is written is what we should be declaring because it's God's will. Let this mind be in me. That was also in Jesus Christ. So I have to keep declaring that, even if it have to be every day. There's been words he sent to me that I have to, I've, I got to a posture, I was just declaring it every day. It all works together for the good to those that love God and to those that are called according to his purpose. So no matter what's going on, I'm expecting it to work good for me. And that's and that's how we have to declare things, not just in the midst of war, but every day. Every day now I'm praying certain things every day. And now that we're in our five smooth stones to set it in motion for the new year, I have my five stones. I haven't declared them yet, but I have my five stones for today. And so it's, it's still new. Now, praying from the word, that's not new to me. But five smooth stones, that is new to me. So even if something, it should be growing. We are plants, we are trees, we are flowers. He tells us the flower face with the trees of, of Lebanon and, and the cedar tree and the fir tree and the myrtle tree and the pine tree. He tells us, and so we're supposed to grow green grass. Green grass grows. He makes me sit on green grass, okay? So he's telling us because anything that starts to turn brown has no water. It is dead. And so whatever this thing is, we're going to go into it. It says, yet there should be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near into it that you may know the way which you must go. You must go. 
for you have not passed this way here to four. Okay. And Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. So we might hear the wonders, but we don't hear the sanctification. This may be why you can't move yet. Why you're not getting the answer yet. Not sanctified. You're not sanctifying yourself. Sanctification comes with suffering. Because there's some things you have to put down, some people you have to put down, some way you speak you have to put down. It's, it's something new. Something old has to be moved out. Something old has to go. But it's sanctification. Set apart as or declare holy and consecrate. Make legitimate or binding by religious sanction. Free from sin. Purify. So if you can't stop smoking, if you can't stop drinking, God is just showing you that stronghold that's in your life. It's a stronghold. All of those are spirits because when you go for alcohol, you go to what? Wine and spirits, right? And we don't even think about what the words say. So all those things, like I remember uh, Bishop said, that look at what's on the can. What's on the can or the bottle is what you put in yourself. So if you want uh, a dragon or fire or a red bull, that's what you're putting into yourself, the spirit of that. And bulls are against God. So, you know, and so if you are smoking, once you put fire to something, it turns to something else. If you're chewing tobacco, whatever the case, whatever, maybe you're a person that can't withdraw from having sex. Or whatever that thing is, is causing a block in the sanctification. It could be the thoughts, the not the thoughts, the imagination in the mind, or the thoughts in the house, at the house, the heart, which is it's a house, but in the heart. It could be it because it's what's in the heart, the thoughts in the heart that defiles. What the things are in the heart defiles a man. It could be something in the heart. The Lord knows I'll be struggling sometimes. It's, it could be something in the heart. Uh, Matthew 15 and 1. They came to Jesus, the word, the Lord, scribes and Pharisees, the writers and the ones that are the teachers and, and, and leaders and stuff, which were of Jerusalem saying, okay, we're going to skip down. We're going to sit down because I have to... Uh, Bring this word here. It says, uh, verse 8, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Their heart. But in vanity they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Okay, remember that. But in vain, they do worship me. Teaching for doctrines, the commandments of men. And he called, the Lord Jesus, the word called the multitude and said unto them, hear and understand. Not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, 
this defiles a man. Then came his, the Lord Jesus, the word of God's disciples, and said unto him, Know you that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying. But he, the Lord Jesus, the word answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father have not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall in a ditch. So he says here, uh, then Peter said, and then Peter answered and said unto him, the Lord Jesus word, declare unto us this parable. But I don't know what somebody's in. But I know this word was specific. And this is the second time I've gotten choked out saying a certain word on here or saying a word that I know is for somebody. I know this word is for somebody. I know somebody's in something. And it's causing a defilement. It's causing a block of your sanctification. I have not had a, that was a choke out. And I was, I've been feeling good for the last couple of weeks. So, hmm. But I know God sent me. So this is the thing. <clears throat> Matthew 15, 18, but those things would proceed out of the mouth, come forth from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defiles not a man okay so it says here in joshua lord reveal and expose and confirm in jesus name so the thing is right they was preparing to go to jordan and um, it says that they passed clean over. All of them passed clean over. It says, because he already told them to sanctify themselves. I'm going to cut through because I have the word. I have to. And the priest that bear the Ark of the Covenant, verse 17, Joshua 4, of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. They were standing firm with the Ark of the Covenant, the Word of God, standing firm, like me to come back on here, standing 
firm because I know there's a message. Now, Block Talk ain't going to get the message, but I know there's a message. I know there's a message. I know. I know. So it says, um, and the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant, the word of God, of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. In the midst, Jordan represents death, okay? Um, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. Now, some people be like, they was all through, but also clean because it's a death. And, and when you read Paul, this is like a baptism going through the water. So, and he said before this, sanctify yourselves. That's what he said, sanctify yourself. Joshua said in verse five, and Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves, which consecration, make holy, get rid of some stuff for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Many of us are not seeing the wonders because we refuse to sanctify ourselves. We want what God has for us, but we won't sanctify ourselves. This is somebody going backwards and don't realize they're going backwards because it's the same thing. It may be a different time, but you're doing the same thing. It says here, now, all that passed over clean. Then it says here, it says here, Verse nine, and the Lord said of, of Joshua five, um, and the Lord said unto Joshua, this day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt, the bondage from off you. Wherefore the name of this place is called Gilgal until this day. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at evening in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land. Not just old corn, but of the land they've gone to. My Lord. Hmm. Unleavened cakes and parched corn in the self same day. So they was eating the things of the Lord. Unleavened bread, Jesus, the word of God. Okay. They were eating that, but yet they ate old. We can't become new doing two things. Doing what's old and what's new. Can't do that. Parched mean dried out with heat, extremely thirsty. Lightly roasted, dehydrated. It don't have no water. There's no living water. There's no word there. That parched corn is of the world. It's something that somebody or something saying, the world is saying, and you're listening to both. Unleavened bread and dry corn. 
and they did eat of the dry, the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover, which is Jesus. Unleavened cakes and parched dry corn in the self same day, in the same day, in the same day, in the manna, verse 12, in the manna ceased on the, on the morrow after they had eaten the old corn of the land, neither had the children of Israel manna anymore, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. That Canaan is the world. Canaan is the land we're supposed to possess. But we're not supposed to do the things of Canaan. We're not supposed to do the things of Canaan. We're not supposed to eat the things of Canaan. Because the people, the children of Israel come with their own, what God has given them, how to sanctify themselves. They're circumcised in the heart. They So the things in the heart is what defiles a man. So when God is making us a new creation, through his unleavened bread, through his word, and we go back and or come into the new. We come into the new because they didn't cross Jordan. They didn't cross over. Baptism, cross through death, priest standing, flat-footed on dry land or ground so we can all pass over clean and yet we go and we eat of the dry corn of the land. Just like me gasping. It's the dry corn of the land. It's dry. It's not of God. It's not of his perfect will because it's dry. Jesus is the living water. We're green grass. We shouldn't be brown grass. That means there's a death. Something is dying. And then because of the dry corn, the provision stops. Manna was the provision, angels' food from heaven, God's word straight out of heaven, and it stops. So what are we listening to? Who are we listening to if God's word and his provision stops? So this is the thing. Somebody's eating something dry. I don't know. The word came to me Okay, going back to something, something old, an old way, brothers, an old way of surviving. Rachel, Carly, and Renee, an old something old, brother. Okay, it's going against what God said. Okay, say you're a single woman. Single, no, I said it, it could be a brother. So say you're single, brother, and God has brought you over. And you may be ready not to be single no more. But whomsoever is in your life right now or coming or somebody you plan to marry, she's, she's dry, she's old. And you can't make her holy. I was on um, Instagram and I heard a thing from uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. I don't know whether they still call him Bishop or not. I don't know. I usually, I'm not a follower, so 
But I heard a couple of messages and this was one. And so I looked it up because we get this scripture messed up. And it is Proverbs 18. It is Proverbs 18. And 22. Whoso, whoso finds a wife, finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. So what he said with that, he said, you got to find a wife, not make her a wife. She should already be a wife when you find her. God should have already proclaimed she's a wife. Hosea, not try to push her into because a lot of times, especially with men, they look at the physical. She might be that trophy, but she's parched corn. She's not going to conform or transform because you want her to. Now, a sanctified wife can sanctify her husband, but it says wife and husband. But before you get into this thing, you already know y'all unequally yoked. This is for somebody. And even sisters, yeah, that want to be married. You're going, you, it's the same. He's, he's, he's parched. He's dry. I don't care if his mama didn't went to church. I don't care if the grandma, grandpa, all of them was pastors. He's not there. He's parched. And we got to stop thinking. We're here to teach and groom the man. No, God, God, that's God's job. That's God's job. If you have to be his pastor in the house, you already know you're not evenly young because you can't even be his pastor. One, you out of order yourself because it's not whomsoever she finds a husband. It don't even say man because really a wife is the church she's the bride that's wife the bride so whosoever finds the bride whosoever finds even the church that everybody don't think they have to go to yeah because we got to commune together want to know iron sharpen iron and this is how we don't get dry rachel carly renee this is how we don't get dry because we among each other where somebody should have, now, somebody should have the living water flowing. Somebody. Okay. So, whosoever finds a wife, finds a good thing. It do not say, and I have not found that verse yet, whosoever finds a husband, find a good thing. Because guess what? You're not, because that goes through against the word. So whosoever finds the husband, don't find no good thing and don't receive no favor from the Lord. Whosoever conforms a husband, whosoever cleans a husband up, whosoever, no, because there's Davids in the land. Half the time, David is with um, Delilah or uh, what's her name, Hosea wife, trying to make her a wife. Because we're not looking at purpose and we're not looking at being equally yoked. We're looking at 
A lot of times we want to be married. How does she look? How do he look? And can he afford me? Can he buy what I need? Can he take care of me? And even now, that's not even a standard no more. Do he have good sex? That's it. So your house tore up. You can barely afford it. And he can't do nothing for you. But when y'all lay down, we out of order. That's not sanctified. Sanctified, no, sanctified, crossed over, and then went to eat old corn. But this is the thing. Because this was the first word I got. Now that's 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 the thing. The the going back, it's the same thing. It may be a different face, it may be a different time, it may be a different job, it may be a different degree. No matter what it is, God did not ordain it for you. That's not what He's ordained for you. Mm -mm. That's not the way we must go. So the thing is, right? For my phone died. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, it's how we approach God. Even, okay, say you pray and bam, here he come or here she come. You still got to ask God to confirm because many times we pray out loud. Okay, so we got to remember the enemy is the prince of the power of the ear. So that prayer going into the ear, right? So some of us don't all pray everything out loud. Okay. But you still probably had a conversation or something. That, um, it says in Ezekiel 28, we can't hide nothing from the prince of Tyrese. We can't hide nothing from him. So we can't because he's the prince of the power of the air. He's not omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. He's not all in places at the same time. He ain't always bothering you. First of all, it would be his army. It's not him. If we can't even sanctify ourselves, trust me, the enemy is not after us. Okay? Um, it says here. Uh, okay, why is this a second? It's Ezekiel. It's the 33. No wonder. I'm in Jeremiah. Ezekiel, this is where it says it. It says, Prince of Tyrese, uh, but he says here in verse three, behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that they can hide from thee. That's Ezekiel 28, verse three. Talking to the Prince of Tyrese, one of the enemy's names. So, when you look at the prayers of the mighty men and women of God, when you look at how they approach God, all of them acknowledged him as Lord. So I'm going to do this quick because I know I don't have much time. David. No, I'll go to, I'll go to where it's evident. There is only the first two that I went to that don't do it. But it says here, because um, the first one is talking about us. Blessed is the man that walks. I'm in the book of Psalms. The second one doesn't do it either. Why do the heathen rage? 
But from the third until, I don't know, Psalm 3, the Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Psalm 4, hear when I call, O God of righteousness. Psalm 5, give ear to my words, O Lord. Psalm 6, O Lord, rebuke me not. Psalm 7, O Lord, my God, in thee do I trust. Psalm 8, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. Psalm 9, I will praise the Lord. The reason I'm showing this, because when the men and women go before God, they acknowledge him first. And they acknowledge his supremeness. This is how, when you when you go into, since I don't have time, when you go into Elisha, God answered instantly. But when, when he talks, he calls him Lord. David, when he went before the Philistine, he didn't, this is the, the five smooth stones. You have to understand that thing because the smooth stones is the word of God. He had five smooth stones. But this is what, this is what David says. This is his response. It says in the Philistine uh, verse 10, 17, uh, 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 1 Samuel 17, verse 10. And the Philistines say, and the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that uh, we may fight. That's what he says. So David responds. Verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom the, the Lord of hosts, you have defied. This day will the Lord, he's not talking about himself. He's not saying this day I'm gonna kick your butt, this day I'm gonna tear you up. This No, when he came, he acknowledged who he come in the authority of. This is how we do our prayers. If you want the answer of the direction and of the truth, you have to hallow his name and you have to honor him. You have to honor him. This is what it said, and I'm, I'm closing. I hope I can find it before this. Verse nine, Jude. Yet, uh, uh, verse eight. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion. Oh no. And speak of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a really accusation, but said, The Lord rebuked thee. We have to acknowledge him. Those prayers are always going to be answered prayers. Those decisions are always going to be based on him. We have to acknowledge him and not keep eating parched corn. So send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most blessed day. Peace.